0: Hello there, and welcome to Grim Reading, where each episode we read and review a brother's grim tale. My name is Matthew Hughes, and with me on this journey is my co-host, Mr. Adam Field. This week on Grim Reading.
1: Clever, Elsie.
0: So make yourself comfortable and prepare for a
1: Grim Reading.
0: There was once a man who had a daughter who was called Clever Elsie. And when she had grown up, her father said, We will get her married. Oh. Yes, said the mother. If only anyone would come, who would have her? At length, a man came from a distance and wooed her. He came from a distance?
1: And wooed her? <laughs> At a distance, or he got close? I assume he got close. He came from a distance. Oh, he came, but he's now close. I think he travelled far. Right. To woo. To woo. To woo a lady. come a woman. Uh, And this
0: chap was called Hans. (gasps) Not the Hans. Well, could well be. I know, I don't think so. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) But he stipulated that clever Elsie should be really wise. Oh, said the father. She's sharp enough. And the mother said, oh, she can see the wind coming up the street and hear the flies coughing. What? She's a a smart lady. She can hear the flies. That is very smart. Well, said Hans, if she is not really wise, I won't have her. Right. When they were sitting at dinner and had eaten, the mother said, Elsie, go into the cellar and fetch some beer. And clever Elsie took the picture from the wall, went to the cellar, and clapped the lid up and down as she went to pass the time. So, you know, it's got like, you know, you hold the handle. Oh, I know what you a- mean. And you use so your as thumb. as it's filling up. No, no, she's walking down the stairs oh, to just the
1: cellar. To pass the time of walking into the cellar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a drag.
0: So she's using her thumb on the little I know exactly bit. what you mean, yeah. And
1: That's off. something I would do.
0: Yeah, quite annoying, though. But, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's why. Uh, Well, you know, used to do their own. When she was below, she fetched herself a chair and set it before the barrel so that she had no need to stoop. That's smart. Fair that's enough. Smart. Yeah, looking I after know. her back. Hello. She mm-hmm. seems smart enough to yeah, me. That's that's smart. So she did that so it didn't hurt her back and it wouldn't do her an unexpected injury. Good. Smart. And she placed the can before her. Can? And turned the. T- I think the picture. They do keep changing the names of things yeah. in these stories. Come on, guys. And she turned the tap on. And while the beer was running, she would not let her eyes be idle. So she looked up at the wall, and after much peering here and there, she saw a pickaxe exactly above her, which the masons had accidentally left there. So she's looking around while the beer's filling up, and you go, oh, hello. there's bugs. A, there's a, an axe directly above my head. Yeah. Then clever Elsie began to weep, and said, If I get hands, and we have a child, and he grows big and we send him into the cellar here to draw beer, then the pickaxe will fall on his head and kill him. What? She sat and wept and screamed with all the strength of her body over the misfortune which lay before her.
1: What?
0: Those upstairs were waiting for the drink. (laughs) Of course, getting impatient. But clever Elsie still did not come. Then the woman said to the servant, Just go down into the cellar and see where Elsie is. And smiling at Hans. (laughs) Oh, don't don't worry, don't (laughs) worry. Yeah. The maid went and found her sitting in front of the barrel, screaming loudly. (laughs) Uh, uh, Elsie, why do you weep? Asked the maid. Ah, she answered. Have I not reason to weep? If I get Hans and we have a child and he grows big and has to draw beer here, the pickaxe will perhaps fall on his head and kill him. What is she worried about? And the maid said, What a clever Elsie we have. And sat down beside her and began loudly to weep over the misfortune. What? After a while, as the maid didn't come back, those upstairs were thirsty for the beer. The man said to the boy, Just go down into the cellar and see where Elsie and the girl are. What boy? Hans? No, no, another boy. It's just a boy. It's It's a boy. They're like, Hans, this is the boy? (laughs) Hello. The boy went down, and there sat clever Elsie and the girl, both weeping together. Then he asked, Why are you weeping? Ah, said Elsie, have I not reason to weep? If I get Hans, and we have a child, and he grows big... And has to draw beer here, the pickaxe will fall on his head and kill him. And the boy said, what a clever Elsie we have. No. And he sat down by her and likewise began to howl loudly, like a wolf, I'm guessing. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Upstairs, they waited for the boy. But as he still did not return, the man said to the woman, just go down into the cellar and see where Elsie is. And the woman went down. So now it's just the, the dad and the, and the hands. Yeah. Pretty a bit awkward. Awkward silence, yeah. Uh, The woman went down and found all three in the midst of their lamentations and inquired what was the cause. Elsie told her that her future child was to be killed by the pickaxe when it grew big and had to draw beer and the pickaxe fell down. And then said the mother likewise, what a clever Elsie we have, and sat down and wept with them.
1: Bizarre.
0: So we got uh, the boy, the maid, Elsie and her mum all weeping now over this future misfortune. The man upstairs waited a short time is getting really awkward yeah needs beer but as his wife did not come back and his thirst grew even greater <laughs> he said I must go into the cellar myself and see where Elsie is but when he got into the cellar and they were all sitting crying together and he heard the reason and that Elsie's child was the cause and that Elsie might perhaps bring one into the world someday and that it might be killed by the pickaxe if it should happen to be sitting beneath it drawing beer just at the very time when it fell down he cried
1: oh what a clever
0: Elsie no and sat down and likewise wept with them. So the bridegroom's now just upstairs on his own. Bridegroom?
1: Already getting ahead of himself? <laughs>
0: uh, he was there for a long time. And as no one came back, he thought, They must be waiting for me below. I too must go there and see what they are about. And when he got down, five of them were sitting, screaming, and lamenting quite piteously. <laughs>
1: sitting and screaming?
0: Outdoing each other. So <laughs> Screaming competition. and howling yeah. and crying. Yeah. What, "'What misfortune has happened then?' he asked. "'Oh, dear Hans,' said Elsie, "'if we marry each other and have a child and he is big "'and we perhaps send him down here to draw something to drink, "'the pickaxe which has been left up there "'might dash his brains out if it were to fall down. What? "'So have we not reason to weep?' "'Come,' said Hans. "'More understanding than that is not needed for my household. "'You are such a clever Elsie. I will have you.' "'And he seized her hand.' took her upstairs with him and married her. Upstairs? Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah. Just took her upstairs, right? And married her. I do. <laughs> After Hans had had her some time, he said, <laughs> Wife, I am going out to work and earn some money for us. Go into the field and cut the corn that we may have some bread. Yes, dear Hans, I will do that. She's all happy again now. Yeah. After got ha- over it. Yeah, after Hans, well, yeah, they haven't had the child yet, so. Yeah. After Hans had gone away, she cooked herself some good broth and took it into the field with her. When she came to the field, she said to herself,
1: "'What shall I do? Shall I shear first, or shall I eat first? Oh, good question. Eat, I would. Oh, I'll eat first. Good. She, she's Clever,
0: Elsie. Then she emptied her basin of broth, and when she was fully satisfied, she once more said, "'What shall I do? Shall I shear first?' Or shall I sleep first? Sleep, definitely sleep. You reckon? Yeah. Ah, I think you and Elsie would make a, <laughs> a couple. <laughs> I will sleep first. Yes, clever Elsie. Then she lay down among the corn and fell asleep. Hans had been home for a long time, but Elsie did not come. And he said, What a clever Elsie I have. She is so industrious that she does not even come home to eat. As evening came, however, and she still stayed away, mm. Hans thought, oh, I need to go see what's going on here. And he went out to see what she had cut. But nothing was cut. Oh. And he found Elsie lying among the corn asleep. So here I suspect you would imagine he might rouse Elsie and say, come on, come home to bed. Or shout yeah. at her or something. Like, what are you
1: doing, you lazy... Yeah. Yeah, what? You lazy what? So-and-so. Yeah, very aggressive there. <laughs>
0: then, no, he didn't do any of that. He hastened home. And he brought a fowler's net with little bells and hung it round her. <laughs> what? And, and while she was still asleep. So he's, he's run her. He's thought... Bing, he's had a light bulb gone. And he's left to sleep. A fowler's v-
1: net he with ran little home. bells.
0: A fowler's net. What is that? With little bells. And he hung it round her and she carried on sleeping. And then he ran home again and shut the door and sat down in his chair and worked. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Sat down worked. Don't know what his work is, but... Not sure either. at length, when it was quite dark, clever Elsie awoke. And when she got up, there was a jingling all around her. And the bells rang at each step she took. And she was alarmed and became uncertain whether she really was clever Elsie or not. (laughs) And said, Is it I, or is it not I? But she did not know the answer to this, and stood for a time in doubt. At length, she thought, I will go home and ask if it is me or not. They will be sure to know. So she ran to the door of her own house, but it was shut. And she knocked at the window and cried, Hands, is Elsie inside? Yes, Wait. answered Hans. What? She, she is inside. At that, Elsie was terrified and said, Ah, oh heavens, then it is not I. And she went to another door, but when the people heard the jingling of the bells, they would not open it, and she could get in nowhere. Then she ran out of the village, and no one has ever seen her since. What? The end.
1: Speechless. Mm. What happened there? Mm. Is that the story of a woman being driven insane? Quite possibly. What is going on? I mean, where do you start with that? At the beginning, what happens? There's a girl called Clever Elsie. Not just Elsie and people think she's clever. She's called Clever Elsie. Mm. Her dad, like all these dads, showing off about their daughters, going, she's well clever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like that. And so, a suitor comes to woo her, because he's like, I've heard there's a clever lady down there. He's like, is she clever though? And they said, yeah, 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 she's she's smart. So they sit down to have dinner, and they ask her to get the beer. So she goes down to the cellar, and she's sat there getting the beer. Now this is. So far, I've kind of understood it, right? It mm. Makes sense to me. From here on out, the story makes no sense to me. Mm. She looks up and sees a, an axe. What? It wasn't clear, but yeah. Why don't they just take axe? the axe away? Doesn't make any sense. And what is she worried about that something might happen to a child that's not been born yet? Mm. What? And why does everyone else
0: agree? Well, there's a little, uh, little Rumpelstiltskin in there, which we'll be uh, dealing with next week.
1: Oh really? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Anyway,
0: she, so, and everyone in the household slowly goes down and joins her and is screaming and crying because they're like, "Yeah, you're right." They you're buy so into this fiction. Potentially, my child, as a boy, for some reason, will come down and if he's getting beer,
1: the axe will fall on his so head. So I might marry this dude that's upstairs. Mm. Might do. Mm. If we do, mm. we might have a son. Yeah. Might not, but might do. And if we have a son. He might grow big. And if he grows big, he might one day be asked to get beer. And if he gets beer, possibly, possibly one day, the axe will dislodge itself and fall and kill him. Mm-hmm. What? What's that all about? <laughs> I don't know. And then, so then... It's clever the, Elsie. So She's a seer. So then Hans is like, she is clever. I am marrying you. Take her upstairs. Bish-bash-bosh, married. That's clever enough for my household. Yeah, he's loving it. So then they're married. He sends her to cut the corn while he's doing what? What is he doing? He's off somewhere. Conducting business.
0: Uh, He said, wife, I'm going out to work and earn some money for us. Go into the field and cut the corn so that we can have some bread. Even though he's working from home later on.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that. He He sits down and opens up the laptop and... Just does his accounts or whatever.
0: Yeah, he gets a coffee and he does his start-up uh, content writing yeah. business.
1: Well, he's very much... Um, he's a modern man. Yeah. Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> so then she falls asleep. So... Well, no, she's like, shall I have... She, she, she fixes herself some broth, takes it out there. She's like, work, eat broth. Correctly, she eats the broth. It says she empties her bowl, I assume, into her mouth. Then she goes, right, I'm full up with broth, feeling sleepy. Should I sleep or crack on with cutting the corn? Oh, I'm going to sleep. As a little kid, Smart she's asleep like, all day. And then he, he gets back, finds her asleep. He's like, what are you doing? Goes and gets a net with bells on it and hangs mm. it around her. Don't know what he's trying to achieve there. Mm. He goes back, shuts the door, finds out the laptop, sort of gets cracking with his work. <laughs> she he's wakes working up. Working on social media. She wakes up, doesn't notice there's a net around her. Goes, what's that jangling? Mm. Goes home, the door shut. She doesn't open the door. She just goes, "Oh, I can't get in." The door shut. I think it's locked. But it says shut. It does. So I assume she's not that clever in inverted commas. So then she's like, "Is
0: Elsie in there?" And he's like, "Yes." Not am I in there? Oh no, no. What does she say? She says, "She didn't go." It's, it's me. Can you let me in? She goes, "Is Elsie in there?" Yeah. No, because 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 of the net, she's thought, "Am I me or am I not me?"
1: So this is what I don't a net with bells being hung around her has mm. triggered an existential crisis yeah and because it, she doesn't believe she's elsie she then goes around the town going ah, it's a staggering around <laughs> mental woman <laughs> with a with a net with bells mm. people are like don't open the door there's a crazy woman outside just mm. like and it's just a slow descent into madness and she's never seen again yeah fowler's net as well fowler
0: so i i looked like up. fowl like birds that's what I assume because yeah. I looked up Fowler's net and all I found was Ricky Fowler's net worth. <laughs> How much is it? Seventeen million dollars. That's
1: not bad. Who is Ricky Fowler? He's, a, he's an American golfer. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I assume uh, Fowler's net is yeah, it's like bird's net. My take of this is she she dumb. Like she really dumb. Girl dumb. So. She's just being told she's clever and everyone's saying she's clever. She's yeah. so dumb that she fixates on some preposterous, infinitesimally small chance of something happening to a fictitious son sometime in the future. Yeah. And then she's outsmarted by a net. She's yeah. so thick that she doesn't go, oh, there's a net on me, get that off. Right, go home. Well, so obviously the joke is that, yeah, she's not, she's clever. not
0: clever, but then Nora, her entire family. No, and, exactly, and, and Hans himself. Well, no, because I feel... Well, so this is what's very odd about this story. You never quite know where you are. It's not clear Okay. Cut. So do you think he wanted a dumb wife? I'm not sure. I think possibly, yeah. Right. I mean, I think it's, it's probably a joke story. Okay. I think this is meant to be funny. I can kind uh, of imagine, okay. like, a load of, uh, you know, men... Uh, at the pub a, talking a about this story woman. and then I his blooming wife uh, she ate You know what he did, he chucked her net on her and she didn't know who she was hey. <laughs> a stupid woman. Yeah. You know, that kind of that's how, maybe that's a bit unfair, but that's kind of what I Possibly, how yeah. I see this it's meant to be funny. I think this is meant to be funny. Right. Um uh, uh, alternatively it could be some very deep, complex philosophical thing. You know, is it I or is it not I? Mm. You know, like I, I started to look for philosophical interpretations. Sure. Of this. Didn't find any. Did you not? It made me think of like Descartes. You know, uh, I think therefore, therefore I, am. I am. I mean, she's obviously needs to brush up on her Descartes. Yeah. But she's it, thinking, yeah. I
1: jingle, therefore I
0: not am. Uh, yeah, and it isn't. It isn't. I think therefore I'm Elsie. It's just I yeah. think therefore I am. Maybe it's a yeah. critique of I think therefore I am. Maybe because then you still don't know who you are. Or maybe it's sort of saying, you know. How do you know you're not a computer program or a brain in a vat? Right. La, la, la. But it's, it's very much saying that you can't live your life. Exactly. How do you know you're not plugged in the matrix? 1800s, yeah. 1800s matrix. Yeah. But, you know, you can't, I suppose, like, the logical paradox or fallacy of you can't live like that. Even if you doubt everything, you can't live like that. I don't think this is the original idea. This is no. philosophical, but <laughs> it's quite an interesting thing. How yeah. do I know I'm not me? Yeah. Well, how do I know I am me? Uh, But I don't think... It's not trying to explore that, necessarily. No, no. For me, it feels like it's about marriage. It's about husband and wife. In a way, I feel there's a kind of joy in the liberation. It's almost as if he's saying, oh, I've managed to get rid of my wife. She's just gone. So it's almost like he's got married, which you have to do, but you don't really want that annoying wife. So it's like he's got the best of both worlds. He's picked a stupid one, and then he's managed to get rid of her. So he's got married, so he's done his, his duty there, but now she's gone away. In fact... In our list of stories, uh, at the, the bottom of our list, which you can find on our Podbean website, um, mm-hmm. there are stories that were later deleted by the Brothers yeah. Grimm, removed. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them is called Hans's Trina. Hans's what now? Hans's Trina, which was in the first ever edition of the Brothers Grimm fairy tales. Hans's Trina is basically this story. Oh. But what's slightly Trina? different? Trina is Elsie. Oh, like Katrina. Exactly. Can I tell you, I'll just briefly explain what happens in that story. It's basically a much shorter version of this story. So what happens is, there's none of the whole family business. There's, Hans wants a wife. He gets Trina. They get married. She's like, shall I eat, sleep, or work? I'll eat. Shall I work or sleep? Shall I sleep? And then she woke up in the night, so she couldn't work anymore. Hans gets home, sees that Trina is asleep in the house he whips out his knife, what? and he cuts her dress at the knee. Ooh. So her dress, I guess, goes to the floor. He cuts it so it's like up to the knee. And she woke up and thought, right, time to work. She went outside, saw that her dress was short, and thought, am I Trina, or am I not Trina? So she went home, uh, knocked at the window, and said, is Trina inside? <laughs> and they, it says they all thought, so I guess there's a whole household. <laughs> they all thought she was in bed, and they said, yeah, Trina's inside. And then she said, well, I'm not me then, in delight. And she went off, never to return. And this is how Hans got rid of Trina. Whoa. So interesting. So there's an element, she, she said in delight, as in she doesn't
1: like her life. She doesn't want to be there. And he doesn't want her either. So it's like it's a... escaping a loveless marriage. Exactly. But she... He escapes by making her think she's not her. Yeah. And she escapes by falling for it.
0: Yeah, In in the story I just read you... I feel sorry for Elsie because she's... What, trainer? In the, Sorry, in the first story, I feel sorry for Elsie because right. I feel she's just like a wreck. In that story, it literally says... I'm not me in delight yeah. and just runs off. She does not go to the neighbours jangling around. She just says, She just runs away in a short skirt. She's like, great, I'm not me. I'm not that living that horrible life. (laughs) And she runs off with a... Boring old hands. Yeah, with a a skirt a bit shorter. So they changed that story to this one. So technically we've read two stories from our list today. Okay. And also it makes me think maybe the Grimm's had it in for someone called Elsie because they changed it from Trina to Elsie.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. Why is it now Elsie? A little personal gripe. Yeah. Is it Jakob or Wilhelm wow. had an ex?
0: I guess we'll never know, unless uh, you
1: can email us and tell us. <laughs> Please do. So that was um, that was a st- that's a very strange story, isn't it? Weird. Uh, yeah, it's t- it totally threw me, and I was very confused throughout. Are you clear on it now? Yeah, I am. I'm not. To ish. Be I mean, clearer. It is weird though. <laughs> I mean, it is weird. If I went to my parents' place. And knocked on the window and went, is Adam in? That would be a weird thing to do. (laughs) Would it not? It would be a weird thing to do. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I mean, it would be weird. That's why they call you Clever Adam. I know.
0: Clever Clever Adam. So obviously the joke, yeah. Clever Elsie. She's not clever. Yeah. I've read very few of these stories, but one of them I've read, sort of, I just came across, it was Clever Hands. Right. Uh, And there's a similar vibe. Okay. That he's not very
1: clever. Ah, uh, okay, so there's a yeah. little bit of sarcasm there. Yeah, that one's quite funny, though, that one. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. Because ah. you, you could say that the very first one we read, Hands in Luck, could be interpreted as that, the title being sarcastic. Yes, yeah. Yeah, because he, he he's technically,
0: not, he's getting worse. Yeah, he
1: makes a series of terrible trades, being quite unlucky in his decision, so that's, yeah, maybe they've... There's a sort of yeah. sarcastic thread to a lot of these.
0: That feels a distant memory now. That's I know. Enough. We've come know. a long way. We have. Yeah. I'm not inclined to give this one a particularly high score.
1: Me neither. Um...
0: Hmm. As ever, when when we read these stories, I often enjoy it more telling it to you than just reading it at home on my own. Okay, yeah. And I think there is an element with fairy tales and folk tales, and perhaps in particular, you're meant... They're meant to be read out loud. They're meant it's, to be read to someone. That's kind of... It's a joint the, experience, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Part, part of the reason we do this is because, yeah, they come alive when they're spoken out loud. So... I enjoyed
1: it a bit more than just reading it at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not enough. No, uh, I... In my head, I'm going to give this... Not in my head. Out loud. It's already in my head and now it's going to come out of my mouth. That's how this works. I'm giving this... 4.5. What say ye? Me. Say. Clever, Matthew. You
0: know, I'm inclined to give it like a
1: three, but that feels so harsh. That feels so harsh do it if that's what's that's what you feel i think it's the one i've enjoyed least interesting out of all of them
0: yeah yeah i think <laughs> so i feel there's a kind of slightly nasty edge to it like stupid woman kind of thing yeah. which i don't really like yeah i might be wrong and uh i might be missing something completely i think i'll give it a 3.5 okay cuz it wasn't terrible and i was very curious to see what on earth was going to happen
1: yeah yeah. It's just insane. It's a strange it's not a very well
0: known one, this one. No. There's not Probably much I found out for about. For a reason. Yeah. So yeah, three point five and four point five. Gosh. Bad? Well, yeah. It's well, it's bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> well. All right, well, uh fun. Good times. Yeah. If you've got any thoughts on that, please let us know. The usual email address
1: and then Twitter and all the other places online.
0: Which you'll be hearing about in the outro. <laughs> Actually next week for Oh, <gasps> drum roll, please.
1: Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs>
0: Here we go. It's the big, the big, bad, famous one. The big, bad one. It's uh, yeah, we got our first famous one at, uh, coming out. What do you, are you excited about
1: that? Very excited. It's actually the first one I know a little bit about. So yeah, well, yeah. I, I think you know the whole story. I do really. Catch you then on the flippity flip now don't promise your firstborn while I'm away (laughs) oh foreshadowing foreshadowing see you later you can email us at grimreadingpodcast at com. we're on twitter at grimreadingpod also on instagram and facebook grimreading you can find us on podbean podbean.com slash grimreading and we also have a website grimreading.wordpress.com and i